Spanish rally. Now I like a woman who loves her freedom. And I like a woman who can hold her own. And if you fit that description, baby, come with me. Take my hand. Welcome to another episode in Season 5 
of Days After Dark, Real Relationship Talk. Thank you so much for joining me. I'm your host, Moments With Me. Days After Dark is streaming live on QMZRadio.com and JohnnoRadio.com. Let me say this. It's good. It's not a good thing to steal. Never is. Because when you steal, <laughs> bad things always happen. So I stole something of my husband's and now, um, yeah, I'm regretting it. <sighs> anyway. Stealing is never good. We have our live audience courtesy of Clubhouse where the conversation happens. We're going to go ahead and leave our inhibitions at the door. Come on in, relax, and enjoy. After all, we're here to engage in adult conversations, share experiences, and learn from each other. My co-hosts for tonight are... Javette, Sanet, Rosolo, and Marlon... Javette and Sinet will join us later on. Here at Days After Dark, we believe that the build, building blocks, you see that I'm still focused on trying to clean up my mess. And just lucky that nothing um, spilled onto my iPad and my phone. <laughs> stealing, stealing, stealing. The only thing, no, not even love we're supposed to steal, but anyway. <laughs> days after dark we believe that the building blocks of any relationship are communication love intimacy friendship and finance we're all about relationships period just gonna do a quick check-in with my co-hosts see how everyone is doing thank you so much for joining me Rose Solo Marlon and of course everyone else who has tapped in to be a part of the whole conversation Mikey Top 10, Dre, MK, Sula in the audience. Thank you so much. Rosolo, Rosolo, Rosolo. Good evening. Not very low anymore, but uh, yeah. <laughs> Good evening, everyone. Good evening. How's it going? How was your day? Are you hearing me, Rosolo? Are you there? Or is it me? Or is it Rosolo? Let me know if y'all are hearing me. You can put it in the chat. Let me know. Rosolo, are you there? Okay. Something was it. Marlon, are you there? Can you speak? Okay, so it's me then. Has to be me. Hang on one second. A surprise. <laughs> Is it me? Uh, I don't know. Yes, it's you. It's you. And your teeth in, and your teeth in behind. What, what did you steal causing all the problems right now? Okay, I got to um, excuse myself and go to confessional. I'll be right back. I don't put them box, you know. I'm going to confessional, folks. What is going on? What did you do? Father, forgive me for I have sinned in thought, word, and deed, and things I have done, and things I have left undone. I'm, I'm in tears already. Oh, God. Forgive me. I'm not going to say it because he's, he's going to talk about it on the show, so I'm not going to say it, but I did steal something of his, and um, I poured it all over. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Marlon. I really am. 
Are you really? No. Are you really? Are, are you sorry no. because you're suffering right now? The consequences of your yeah, sin. Yeah, that part. So that part. Had, had you not had any consequences, you wouldn't have even told exactly, us about it. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> right. But they say you must confess your sins one to another it's so true. that your father will forgive uh, yes. you. Yes, and you have confessed. Well, you haven't confessed, but I'm, I'm sure we'll find I have confessed. I just didn't say exactly what it was that I stole, but I have confessed something. That's good for Does some. Does Marlon know that you stole it? I just told all of you. I, I told all of you in here and everyone listening on air that I stole something. Isn't that good Good. Good enough? I need to be not, not at all. We're nosy. Of course you do. We're family here. Share. Share. <laughs> Another time. <laughs> later on. Later on. Let me sober up a bit. But I- oh, Lord. Oh, no. <laughs> that sounds like my kind of stealing over there. I like Mom- it. I like it. Moments. What's up, Mikey? <laughs> just, just tell them you stole his heart. That's it. <laughs> That's it. Thank you, Mikey. Thank you. Yeah, see? Good answer. You Good know, answer. I, you know, you know I, I, have a feeling, I have a feeling what you stole. What? What do you think? I can't, I can't, I can't put it back. Give one guess. One guess. You stole my white Hennessy, didn't you? <laughs> Lord, yes. Oh my gosh. Steal it, yes. Don't oh, worry. Yeah, don't, don't worry. I got you two more bottles and you know they're on their way. Folks, you can't get white Hennessy in, um, in the U.S. You have to get it in the islands, right? And we get it. Dr- coming from? Trinidad. We get our white Hennessy from Trinidad. So it goes from Trinidad, <laughs> either straight to Miami is, is or it, it goes to Atlanta. Uh, we can see what we can do about it. <laughs> Make sure you're going to come. You're going to get one bottle. Yeah. Don't, don't worry, Marlon. I have two more coming for you. At least I thought Mm-mm. about you. <laughs> Mm-mm. Mm-mm. But I, I like uh-huh. Mikey's answer. I stole your heart. <laughs> yeah, that sound that sound good, Mikey. That sound real good, but you drink cup of things. She couldn't drink all of it. You couldn't drink that much. Thank right, you. Right, exactly. So, the bottles aren't that big, but still, they pack a punch. It depends on how much you've been drinking. No, just a little. Okay. All right, we're good. You're good, Marlon. You have a lot left. <laughs> go ahead, Mikey. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Mikey, your mic is open. Oh, oh sorry, sorry. I'm driving. <laughs> oh, I kind of heard about. Like, okay, we must have tossed up by mistake. But yeah, um, let me ask a question. Do they have a hotel that you can check yourself into, and ask for the special? And the special is for you to be put in a coma for a week. Put a catheter in, put a breathing tube in, put a feeding tube in. Don't wake me up. I don't want to know what's going on for at least one week. Do they have anything like that? that? Why why would we do that? Because I'm tired. Where do you come up with this stuff? (laughs) I don't know. Over time. You probably, well, you probably, they they can put you out. You know, you got to, they call it across the street, Anastina, Anastina, I just Anesthesiologist, Marla. Yeah, same thing. The Anna, the Anna, Anna just cross the fence. So. He said Anna, Anna, just, <laughs> but, but not the Anna, Anna, just. A moment. Oh, if, if you drink, 
if you drink any more of that Hennessy, you will be in a self-induced. You'll be all right. But oh, let's Jesus. not talk about comas. I'm tired, man. I'm tired of everything that you hear going on in the world. Wow. It's just tiring. But anyway, mm. we get a break from that tonight. But anyway, enough for me. Let me shut up. How was your day, Rosolo? How was your day? I did not get to hear because somebody worked guzu on me. How was your day? <laughs> uh, my day was good. It was busy. Mm-hmm. I went into the office today. And I um, I am in a carnival tabanka because I, I went to a band launch this weekend. <laughs> and I was outside. And let me tell you something. I was outside. And I had a great time. You played mass? And so I'm still... No, I didn't play mass. I didn't play mass. I just saw the costumes. I'm not, you know, I'm still deciding, you know, what to, what, which, which band to go with if I stay here for carnival. But the costumes are beautiful, mm-hmm. and now we are prepping here in Atlanta for Memorial Weekend. Yeah, so yeah, anyone yeah. who wants to come down, and then we're also doing my birthday stuff that week, that weekend, that week. Oh Lord, those yes. two weeks, yes. So we're planning and prepping parties. So we're having a good time. So yes, um, mm-hmm. I had a good week. Work wasn't, you know, work is work. That's, work that's, yeah. that's it. Yeah. But yeah, I had a great weekend and um, and I have the book launch tomorrow for the ladies. So yeah. that should be wonderful. You have a lot so, yeah. going on. Yeah. Yeah. We, yeah. Yeah. We don't live to work. <laughs> we work so we can't live. Oh my gosh. All right. Okay. I wish Let me I had get some serious. white honey like serious. you, though. Yeah, mm. yeah. Don't worry, don't worry. Get get your glass of red wine, Marlon. You can't drink. You're on the job. How's it going? Busy day, slow day, in between day. The next day. <laughs> yeah, I can, I can, I knew you were gonna say that. I Hold on. Let me have a sip for you. Hold on. Let me have a sip for you. Hold on. Yeah. She's a wicked woman. Yeah. Don't choke. Don't choke. Yeah, <sighs> man. Tell you. She said, Ah, I want to never get. I want to make you call the police officer next door for going to Irish. Tell him what, officer. I'd be like, Mr. Officer. Don't make, yeah, you don't want that. No, Marlon, you don't. Nah. Nah. Nah, boy. Nah. Yeah, just leave that alone right now. Anyway. (laughs) Just wait for your other two bottles. Wait for your other two bottles. You know, I, that's all right. You know, that's that's all right. Cause uh, I mean, I'm 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 a seller man anyway. Anybody want to buy? It, reach out to me. I got you. I do. I don't want to buy it though. Can we just have the the people that are bringing it just pass through Atlanta? I get my bottle, and then they move on to Florida. Like I said, starting to well, celebrate carnival here. We need as much liquor. When as when they come to Florida, when, exactly. You. When come to Florida, if you want to enjoy the white Hennessy with us, how about that? That's you know reason. I sneak sneak the liquor when y'all are sleeping, right? Yeah, we know. That's okay. <laughs> we light a fire in the back and sit down in a blanket and talk. Yeah. Oh, okay. That's good. I'll, I'll wait for that. Yeah. yeah. All right. My day is going good. My day is going good. Thanks for asking. Okay. I'm awesome. good. Hello to hello to everyone. You know, just want to say hello. But I'm good. I'm good. I'm... All right. Thank you. Glad you're good. Well, let me say a big thank you to everyone else here with us. Mikey Top Ten, Dre, MK, Otada, Sula, hanging out down below. Thank you all so much for coming. Tonight's conversation is about things a real man does when he is in a relationship um, some women feel a real man does not exist that he's impossible to find no they're not impossible to find folks you just haven't found the right one 
um, other women do not want someone like him. On the other hand, some men think they are the very definition of a real man. Other men feel there is no such thing. One thing is true, though. Those men who think they are the very definition of a real man and those who think they are not are both very often wrong. Sorry, guys. If you want to know if you're a real man or are in a relationship with a real man, watch the actions. A real man behaves so different from the selfish frat boy types you see everywhere. You know, you can't fail to notice the difference. He is a gentleman, good for more than just the first few months. Importantly, a real man does things so well when he is in a relationship that you just have to love him and his style. And of course, later on, we have In a Daze with Rose Solo and Marlon. And tonight's topic for In a Daze, friends, frisky husband makes his desires clear. Rosola, what what the heck you got going on? Friends These frisky. letters, these letters, this friend's frisky husband. Y'all wait for it. It's gonna be good. Frisky. Isn't that a Fris- cat name? Frisky. Frisky. frisky <laughs> or, I don't know. or a man. Oh now Hello. we know it's a man. <laughs> you know what? Let me keep it moving. We're gonna be right back. Here is Tony Braxton. You're making me high. Now, somebody tell me why tonight this thing is like it doesn't want to play loud for me. Here we go. You know I want you so bad, baby, baby, baby. Ooh, ooh, I get so high when I'm around you, baby. I can touch the sky. You make my temperature Pull it back up from the top.
you're just tuning in to the Quality Music Zone, QMZRadio.com and JohnNoRadio.com, welcome to Days After Dark. If you're on Clubhouse, click on the greenhouse to join the club, follow the moderators, follow each other and make meaningful connections. Thank you so much for being here with us. I'm your host, Moments, and I'm joined by my gracious co-hosts. Just a quick PSA, this show is being streamed live on internet radio and the clubhouse replays are on please be reminded that this is a safe space and a no judgment zone we're here to engage in adult conversations share experiences and learn from each other and we're going to get into the thick of things right after this one from tony braxton you're making me high that one tony braxton tonight's conversation is about things a real man does when he is in a relationship so to support our conversation we checked in with lifehack.org if you want to know if you are a real man or are in a relationship with a real man watch the actions a real man behaves so different from the selfish frat boy types you see everywhere that you can't fail to notice the difference. He is a gentleman, good for more than just the first few months. Importantly, a real man does things so well when he is in a relationship that you just have to love him and his style. And yes, I had to say that part again. All right, so what are some things that will help us identify a real man in a relationship? A real man loves and respects his woman for who she is. Hmm. Respect is a two-way street, isn't it? He might not love her all the time, but he loves her. Not just her body, her possessions, and her status, but all of her. And Lord knows some of us are a lot to deal with. I put my hand up. I know. He's aware that as beautiful as her body is now, he knows that physical beauty fades. He therefore focuses his love and attention on her true beauty, which is found within her sensibilities and personality. He treats her like a lady with dignity and respect. He doesn't mind cooking her favorite meal, taking her out to wine and dine, and paying the bills. He also expects love and respect from her. Man! How are you feeling? That's about right. Is that right or wrong? Okay, silence is that right. So that's again, Marlon. Sounds right. Um. <clears throat> excuse me. Yeah, can go on. You know, can go on. Can go on. So yeah, it's, it's okay. It's okay. It's okay. 
A real man commits to the relationship fully. He does not cheat. He is loyal to his partner and knows that relationships take hard work to keep healthy and strong. His affection to his woman is a full-time commitment. He nourishes and strengthens the relationship through ongoing, honest communication and teamwork. When you are with a real man, you know you can trust him. He will stay faithful no matter what and expects you to do the same. Men, yes or no? Right or wrong? A real man doesn't cheat? Men are silent on this one, Rosolo. No, um, I, I see that Auto order said valid. Okay, he said valid in the chat. All right, cool, 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 cool. But but look, the men are kind of quiet though. So, <laughs> gentlemen, please, it's your night. But let me ask a question. Me. Let me ask a question though. If he's a, if he is in a relationship with you, but somehow he doesn't think you are really the one. So, of course, he's going to be looking around. He's going to be doing some recruiting, some interviewing, um, putting people through probationary period. You know, they have to, you know, perform some tasks. Is that cheating? <laughs> I'm sorry. Is that cheating? And does that make him less of a man? No, I'm just keeping it real. Are you saying he's in a relationship, a committed relationship? He's in, it may be a committed relationship, but he, there are many people who are in committed relationships, but they know the person they're with is not really who they want. They're just filling the gap with that person for now with the hope that something could come out of it. But in the meantime, he, he's scouting. Does that make him no longer a real man? Though it makes him a cheater, but I mean, because you're not in a committed relationship. If, I mean, you're in a committed relationship. If you, okay, what do you, when you hear the word committed relationship, what do you think of? You think that you're exclusive with you, that person? Yeah, you think you're exclusive. Yeah, but go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, here comes the real world. So um, you say you're in an exclusive relationship. Mm hmm so I would love the men to answer. So if, if you are still interviewing, quote unquote, or um, putting someone on a probationary period, why would you say to that person, we are in a committed relationship? We're just, why don't, why don't you just say we're dating? And then you're I'm free to right, look around and do whatever you want to do because you're dating and you're free to date other people. Why give the perception, thank you, Marlon, why give the perception or give that person expectation that they're in a committed relationship if they're not. Could it be somewhat selfishness? Yeah, on either part. Yeah, that's, Absolutely. Yeah, that's, that, that, that is selfishness. Because so, you're, holding, you're holding up this other person, this woman, mm -hmm. and you're ho holding on for some, hoping for somebody else. You know, so I believe... You need to. I, I personally, you should. You should just let her know. Hey, we're we're just friendship benefits mm -hmm. right now. Um, we could go out, we hang out, we have a good time or whatever. Don't try to hold on to that person, Scott. What if? And there's a what if. What if your 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 um 
your true love never comes along, you never find the true love. You you're gonna live in you're gonna be unhappy. Hmm. You know, so I think it's best for you to just both of you need to you know, you need to let her know, hey, we're just friends, we're just dating, friendship benefit. And I, I believe I personally believe a woman can appreciate a man who tell them the truth than lying to the woman for years and years that it's gonna hurt them even more. You know, so I I believe telling them the truth from early and let her make the decision if she wants to go down that road with you. You know, if she wants to do it, she do it. If she don't want to do it, then it's okay. Because there's somebody out there who will do it. You know, because a lot of women out here, they, they, they don't want to, um, no strings attached either. Mm-hmm. So you just have to find that one. You know, so I be just just be honest and let them know exactly what's going on, and then you take it from there. That's that's me. That's you. Okay, fair enough, and I think that's a reasonable answer. So my other question, though, is by him doing that, by him scouting, does that mean he is not a real man? No, no, I no, I, I wouldn't say that. No, 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 I wouldn't say that. Can't say that either. I can't. No, I can't say that. I can't. I know a lot of. I know a lot of dogs that are a good men. Sorry, and that may if that makes sense. Yeah, I know people. I know gentlemen who, and I use that word loosely, but I know <laughs> gentlemen who um, have gone into relationships and and know that that's not the person for them, and have given the impression. I've been in a relationship where I had the impression that when someone told me I was in a, I was delusional, but that was harsh. But yeah, you you feel that you're in. A, you think you're in a committed relationship when. Had you told me you wanted to just date, we'd have been fine. We could just date. <laughs> you know, I can date. So I think, no, you, no, I don't think it has anything to do with the person being a real man. It was a very cordial, chivalrous man, but he just wanted multiple people in his life. Right. Yeah. All right. So the next one, a real man protects his partner physically and emotionally. Not that a woman cannot protect and defend herself. But he is there for her anyway. Uh, and let me stick a pin right there. You notice, I don't, I don't know, but I have noticed a lot of videos on TikTok where women are now saying, I don't want to be a strong woman. I just want to be a woman. And the reason is they're saying that they, they want to take off the strong woman cape and put it to the side. Because they think um, men are afraid to approach them or be in, be in relationships for them. Because they're also hearing from the women who say they're strong women. They're hearing the women say, I don't need a man. That's the thing. There's a difference between a strong woman and a woman that chants that nonsense, right? Mm-hmm. I'm a strong woman. <laughs> but... I, I have no problem. <laughs> no one's afraid to approach me. You know, and I'm a strong woman. When you chant the whole, I don't need it. You, we do. We do. I have no problem saying that I need a man. Am I needy for a man? No. It's not, you know, Big but I difference. need, I, I want a, yeah, I want a person. I want, I want a partner. I want a companion. Right. You know, I want someone to, 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 to be around, to talk to, but we had, you're right. There, there are women out there that, you know, um, extreme feminism. That's why I say it's like an over feminine overkill. No one needs to open their door. I don't. I can, you know, do this. I can. You can't. Sometimes you just 
You need that person, that compatibility. You need that in your life. Mm-hmm. And if you don't, then you figure out what you need because I think chanting that, I don't need a man, I don't need a man, that's just, you, you, there's something that happened. There's something in your past. There's something that you're holding on to that you need to, you know, get rid of some of that negativity because it, it, they see it. That's what they see that's unapproachable. You're unapproachable just mm-hmm. in general. Mm-hmm. There are strong women out here that are very approachable. So, so if, I don't think the two match. I think so. We need to understand the difference between be, needing someone and being needy. And I think that's probably what the issue is. And, you know, the unfortunate thing about us as human beings is we like to jump on bandwagons without thinking about what it is that we're really saying and not realizing the repercussions of the said things that we are saying. Because if we keep saying, I don't need a man, I don't need a man, I don't need a man, I don't need a man. Well, guess what's going to happen eventually? You're not going to have one. And then it's going to get to a point in your life where you're like, oh my gosh, why, why is it everybody has a man, but I don't have one? Well, for years you kept saying you don't need a man. Yeah, words Remember? of spirit. says it all the time. Words of spirit. You know, words be careful exactly. what you say. Be careful what you say because it will happen. Be careful a lot yes, of things. It you will say happen. It happens. So, yep. Yeah. And the I'll universe is listening. <laughs> say that again, Marlon. Say that again. I said the universe is listening. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And I'll tell you, I'll tell you a story moments real quick. Um, yeah. Because you know I've been on the dating apps and on dating and everything and. Um, someone came, I, I give you some of the jokes because the dating apps are just crazy. I just do it for entertainment. Um, but someone that came on that he was communicating with me and he's and I, immediately, he said, I don't want a feminist and I don't want to. And I'm, I was, I just said, you know, I, he said, hello, I said, hello. And then it went into, I don't want a feminine woman, a feminist because some of you women, and I'm like, oh my God, what, what? Somebody heard him. But who, yeah, what happened? But when you, t- I, I mean, to play devil's advocate, although he was, the way he handled it was, was just ridiculous. Um, I understood what he was saying. I understood, I got, I got the message in the mad through the madness. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? He's right. There are women out there that are, you know, I can just, I can just imagine what they experience, the men, some of the men experience on the app with some of the women. Because you're on an app for dating, but then when they, you start communicating, you, you go through this whole thing where you don't need a man. And so what is the point of you being on the app or or dating or whatever? If you don't need a man, stay home, be unhappy. Stay dry, be unhappy. Let me, sorry. Let me, no, no, no. Like let me ask you a question, Rosola, because based on what you're saying, it's leading me to ask this next question. Could it be that there are many people walking around unhealed, still broken, from a previous relationship and they're bitter and instead of healing and letting go putting the bags down and not not being a bag lady or a bag man they carry this baggage yes from relationship to relationship to situation to friendship to lifestyle it becomes their lifestyle so how do we tell them to put the bags down how we how do we let them know it is okay Put it down, baby. Put it down. Release. Let's move forward. You don't need that suitcase. We don't need to check it on. We don't need to, you know, carry it on. Leave it. What are the things we can encourage them to do so that they can get to that point so that they don't go into 
another relationship with someone who may be the perfect person for them, but because they are so burdened, they're blinded. And then they destroy that person. And now we send, we know we have two damaged people. What can we do? What do we say? We have to ask ourselves some hard questions and be honest with ourselves. What is making, what, what makes me feel this way? Why am I so um, against, you know, certain situations? Why do I feel that I don't need a man? You have to be honest with yourself and then you start doing the work. But if you're not willing to be honest with yourself and identify what's causing you to feel that way, you'll never, you'll, you'll keep on going through the same spiral. And to your point, you'll hurt other people because you're bringing them into these situations with all this baggage and wearing them out. Yeah. Yeah. So, ladies and gentlemen, put the baggage down. Be careful of things you say. I don't need a man. I don't need a woman. I don't need, I don't, I don't, I don't. Because at some point you do in fact need at some point, you need either person, all right? Um, but a real man also protects her in different ways, including providing financial security and comforting her and making her feel everything will be okay. He is ready to throw a good punch if necessary to defend her from physical aggressors. However, ladies, do not put your man in a compromising position unnecessarily don't because you slick in the mouth and don't know how to think before you speak however he thinks before he acts he never makes a move until he is sure all details and specifics are in order his moves are calculated deliberate and assured Abuse of any kind is never an issue when you are with him. Remember, we have different kinds of abuse. There's physical, emotional, mental, financial, and others. He is considerate and treats everyone kindly. Do you know if you are in an abusive situation, men and women? What are some of the telltale signs? Someone telling you, believe it or not, t someone telling you when you can go, where you can go, who you can go out with, what time you should be back. Control. Yeah, control. Mm-hmm. And then there's isolation. If you're in an abusive relationship, you're, you know, most often person is isolated from their family and friends because they don't want them to know the type of the relationship they're in. Mm -hmm. They don't want them to know the truth, so they hide a lot of things. Yep. Isolate themselves so they don't have to have hard conversations. Hmm. Yep. What else, folks? What else? Let's talk about financial for a second. They control how much money you get. For example, Marlon gets $20 a week. Sometimes, if he's good. we know you abuse Marlon, you just you, we know you start the show off, and we know you see the abuse. <laughs> wow, Marlon, you know, I know a long time ago. I told you you can come anytime you want, there is a safe 
I have, a sympathy, I have a sympathy card here for Marla. <laughs> yes, we will to negotiate the cemeteries. <laughs> Marla, you have a safe space here. You have a safe space here. Pack your shit and come. <laughs> yeah. He don't need no more than twenty. Off. What he need more than twenty dollars a week for? Oh, how much do you give yourself? How much? Do you zero. 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 Well, you abusing yourself. You abusing yeah. yourself more than you abusing Marlon. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Marlon, does she give herself zero? Yeah, I, I can say that. Yeah, okay. she do. Well, at least you get twenty, then don't complain. No matter come over. <laughs> And the 20 go fast too. <laughs> because she probably used the 20. No. She probably. No. No, not me. I am not guilty. Don't, no, 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 no. Mm-mm, not me. Check Mm-mm. his offspring. <laughs> well, you know you got 20 now. So when you call him and tell him pick up eggs, you know that 20 gone. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Listen, let me give you a joke, Donald. The other day he bought a scratch off ticket. How much did you win on the ticket, Marlon? A hundred dollars? Yep. Okay, so he gave me forty dollars. So I said to him, I guarantee you when we get home, son number three is gonna need money out of you. He's like he's he's gonna smell that you have cash on you. We get home, we unload the car. Here comes son number three. Can I have $20 to go to son? <laughs> Just like that. Gone. He had, so he, he got $100 off the scratch off, reinvested according to him $20. So he had 40, I had 40. His 40 was gone. He didn't even have it for two hours. Then my 40 went the next day. When you have children, nothing is yours. Nothing. They suck the life out of you. Nothing, folks. So if you don't have children and you're planning to have children, um, I can only speak about our experience. Nothing you have is yours. You don't have any space in your house that you can call yours. Your bathroom isn't yours. Your bed isn't yours. No food in the refrigerator is yours nothing so think of think on these things before you go down that road okay i'm just saying yeah but back to the conversation about abuse and it's so important because a lot of people think that abuse is only physical no it is not only physical someone constantly accusing you of doing something that you're not doing that's a form of abuse did you know that? Yep, I know that. That is true. So if, so if you're gonna accuse me of doing something, I'm just gonna go, I'm just gonna go ahead and do it. You know, that's that's me. If you start accusing me of doing something, I'm just gonna just do it. At least I know I'm doing it. So when you accuse me again, I did it. Mm-hmm. MK put in the chat, and of course, when they abuse you, what do they do? They always go back to the honeymoon phase. To make you know, it's a way to reassure you. No, you know I love you. Pay attention to that one. Publicly shaming someone, 
yelling at your partner, calling them names. That's a form of abuse. Uh, I think that's abuse and disrespect. (laughs) I'll leave you fast for that. I will leave you shouting in the supermarket or wherever, and you don't even realize you're single. Damn. No, but it's true. I don't disagree. That's, that's, I, I can't handle that. Should as you should. I cannot handle that. Like publicly speaking to me a certain way. No, you can shout home. We home in a public space. No, is a no no. I can't. I can't deal with them things there. That's the fastest way for me to leave somebody. Have you ever witnessed that out in public? I've seen people do it to others out there, and I'm like, what the heck? So these are other things that we have to pay attention to. We have to. Harassment. Do you know that you harassing someone is a form of abuse? You can harass your partner. You know that, right, Marlon? You can harass your partner. Poor Marlon, poor Marlon. Every qualifier going in Marlon. <laughs> Donald, you hear it? Every time. Poor Marlon. Poor Marlon. Yeah, Marlon got to get a hard, hard day, boy. And a OSHA, <laughs> <and a> OSHA card. <laughs> now, let, let me leave him alone. Marlon, don't, I don't want these people to think I mess with you. No, I don't mess with you. Uh, I missed that. I, I, I missed that. What you said was on the phone. What you said? Nothing. Harassment. Harassment. Harassment in a relationship. That's a form of abuse. You're constantly harassing. That's a lie. That is a big fat lie. Okay, here's another one. And you probably didn't even realize controlling the attire of your your partner where they can only wear what you tell them to wear all the time we didn't think about that we might think oh my gosh it's so cute he like you know he, he picks out my clothes for me all the time but did we ever really stop to think i wonder why and it can be nice. It, I be, I think it's a beautiful gesture when every once and again, you know, your partner will say, hey, babe, wear this or I want to see you in this. Nothing is wrong with that. But we're talking about extreme situations where every day, all day, you can only wear what they have chosen. If you put on something else, they ask you to they not even ask. They're telling you to take it off. Yeah, I, that, then when you do that to me, anything you tell me you don't like to see me in, I wear more. Yeah. I, I, I don't, yeah. Please don't tell me what to wear. <laughs> please don't tell me what to wear. And I've had that situation, and I, please don't tell me what to wear. It's very uncomfortable. It's very because I don't dress in a way where I need to be told anyway. So it's very uncomfortable. But I see that happening. I have a friend who that happens to, and she does it. She thinks it's cute. So I let it, you know. It's her situation. They're happy. Some people like it. Some people like it. Some people. What can do. you say if the person enjoys it? Like you said, when she thinks it's you know it's cute, he picks out my clothes for me, 
All right, he got me dressed, so he bought me this outfit. That's the key right there. He bought me this outfit. Um, what do you say to the person? How often are they saying it? You must say every time you go every week. Goes. I don't know. I'm, I'm being, I'm not, I know I say it like it's a joke, but it's, it's true. I know a person that's every week. Mm. But because he's buying the outfit, you know, and giving it as a gift, she always huh. feels that it's, you know. Check you know. the chat, Rosola. Look at what Rosola put. Saying you're showing too much or they don't want you to look too good outside. That yep, part. that part. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That part. Or, you know, they don't like when you're getting compliments from other people. It's making them feel mm -hmm. a type of way. You're absolutely right, Sula. Quite frankly. My mom used to tell my dad that there's no tree growing with our face. So deal with it. <laughs> That's what my mom used to say to my father. Forgive her, Lord. No, but it's true, though. Let me ask you a question. Let me ask everyone in here a question. If you're with someone and you're out with someone and you don't see anybody else look at the person you're with, that not concern you a little bit? I am not going out with a mannequin. <laughs> I, I agree, mean, Donna. No, it's something that always perplexes me. Listen, if I'm with my woman and every man wants my woman, that's good. She's with me. You understand? If she looks good, of course, other men would want her and stuff. I don't. Why wouldn't you want her want to look good? Why wouldn't you want it to be hot? So what? And she chose to be with you. So why are you worrying about what anybody else think? Exactly. Isn't that, that with you, is it confidence, right though? Hmm? Because so, someone who does that isn't that a matter of them being insecure? If they have issues with, you know, they have, they know their, their person is beautiful or handsome or and attractive to others. And when you go out with them, you have an issue with, you know, other people. Now, they're not looking. You know, they're going to Donald's point. She's coming home with him. But people are going to look at them. And isn't that insecurity? Yeah. If you have an issue with that. Mm -hmm. Listen, every time she leave home, let she cause traffic jam, man. <laughs> <laughs> And I tell you something, it doesn't necessarily mean the person is scantily clad either because you have some women who can be fully clothed in a nice pantsuit and they will make heads turn. So don't necessarily think, it's, you know, they have to be exposed in body parts either. No, some women don't have to do that and they can make a man's mouth open up. Trust. That is true, 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 true. I've seen them out there. That is true. Yep. I find when you dress appropriately, it's even more appealing to real men. When you dress appropriately, appropriately and you look sexy and whatever, you dress to compliment your figure, whatever it is. To me, that's real sexy. Mm -hmm. You don't necessarily have to walk around naked. I mean, come on. No, you don't have to. You really don't have to. All right, a real man fulfills his partner mentally and sexually. He knows the majority of time in any relationship is spent doing non-physical, non-sexual things besides whispering to her how beautiful she is or how he is going to make hot, passionate love to her when he gets back home in the evening. He also engages her in meaningful discussions about life, plans with her for the future, 
and cracks jokes to lighten and liven moments together. He displays an awareness, intelligence, and sensitivity that makes his actions not only timely, but also genuinely charming. You can't be, well, back up, let me rephrase that. It's good to be with someone who is multifaceted, so to speak, right? Someone who is like a chameleon of sorts, who is able to adapt to whatever situation you're in, whatever setting you're in. They know when to be distinguished and and classy. They know when to sit down under one mango tree with one plate and chop it up, right? They know how to have a good laugh make you laugh at the silliest things, but also know how to have serious conversation about current events. What's going on? Yeah. I don't know. That's me. (laughs) That's me. You know? You know how to blend into your environment. But that is true, though. You need somebody who can blend in with, with, with different situations and when stuff occurs. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, and that, I think that's a problem for a lot of people, too, on relationships. They, they don't know how to blend in. So they tend to, that you take them to a, a setting and it's like they just bring the same attitude or the same... Um, what am I looking for? It's just the same attitude everywhere you go. You know, you have to know how to put certain things aside and, and pick something else up. Not say you're pretending or you're trying to be somebody else, but you have to... Certain settings call for certain attitudes or, yeah. or, or, or certain demeanors, if yeah. I want to say. Yeah, yeah. So, um... To the chat real quick. Otada, I'm so sorry. Please. Otada had a question. He said, I don't like or want my lady to wear something out of the home that barely covers her breasts. Does that mean I'm insecure? Come on in, Otada. Come on in. You have your glass of fun, yeah? <laughs> Good night. <laughs> you know that's what I like. All right, now. <laughs> All right. Yeah. So it, uh, it, hold on, Otada, hold on. We don't we don't need no drunken talk, okay? <laughs> so, make sure you're not drunk. He's not. I didn't no, I, no, I, no. I, he's not. He's not. Go ahead, Otada. Yeah, so the, the the question is I, I couldn't chime in earlier, but um good evening everyone. My question is so if I have an issue um with my my lady barely covering her body parts wearing something that she has to pull down every every three steps and barely covering her breasts. Does that make me insecure? No. 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 Okay. So so if I say no, I don't I I'd prefer you not to wear something like that out. What what I I just didn't get that part earlier. How do you say to them though that you would prefer for them to wear something a little more um, or a little less appealing. Let me put it that way. Um, revealing, sorry. Revealing. Yeah, that's what I would What's say. What's the revealing. best way? The thing is, you don't want to come across as though you are controlling her wardrobe, right? And controlling mm-hmm. her look. 
um that's how she's been dressing forever that's how she feels comfortable but depending on where you're going i think you can't dress the same way for every situation kind of what marlon was alluding to in terms of attitude the same attitude you can't take you can't be boisterous everywhere you go or you you know what i mean um and so too with the dressing you can't be loud with your dressing everywhere you go depending on the setting if you're going to the beach it's fine mm -hmm. you know yeah that but that's if, something different if we're going right. out to let's say um a comedy club or something to that effect you know rosolo help me something out something sheer <laughs> how do you share okay so i'm thinking back. Oh, i'm thinking that I have worn a share top, no bra, going to a club. It was me and Marlon. That was many years ago. Um, but it was but not. Marlon, but Marlon doesn't have it. Marlon doesn't have a problem with that. No, he doesn't. Of... But I'm trying to think. But, but the th difference with the top that I had on, you couldn't really tell because of where the 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 flowers were positioned. But anyway, go ahead, Rosolo. I'm I'm just trying. To... I think it's the way you say it, and when you know, and that you make that. Hold on, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm pouring beer. Yeah. I think it's the way you. Yes, it's called wicked weed. Anyway, I think it's the way you say it. <laughs> okay. No judgment. No judgment. That's all right. <laughs> I think it's the way you say it, Altada. You know, I, I don't see any problem with you telling your person that you know you'd like her to wear something less revealing. I can understand as long as you're saying it, you know, in a kind manner. You know, it's not like you're yelling at her or you know, calling her a name or anything like that, as long as you're being kind of letting her understand why. There has, there's a reason you don't like it. So tell right. why. Yeah, no, that that part I, I get. It's the, I think the question is more geared towards as, as a man, because I've noticed that and heard that so many women say that the man is insecure if he doesn't like his woman dressing a certain way going out with him or wearing certain things going out. So... I, if I should say, I've noticed that most single women dress a certain way. I think to me, when you're with someone, you're in a relationship, certain things um, should leave more to the imagination. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And if, if I'm thinking of that, thinking of it like that, does that make me insecure for thinking of like that? Certain things you should leave for you and your partner inside the home no that's your preference so let me ask you a question were you having this conversation prior and in the early stages of the relationship because when you met the person how did you meet them were they fully clothed were they pulling down their dress or skirt every two seconds or constantly pulling their shorts out their ass or, or <laughs> well no 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 this is just not something that's actually happened it's just something that i been thinking about and hearing these different conversations that you know a little self-reflection make making me think if i say these things does that make me this type of way no because everybody has a preference everybody has because here's the thing she has to understand you and how it makes you feel if it's putting you in an uncomfortable position if it's making you feel uncomfortable for example you're hanging out on a Saturday at the mall, right? I'm just using that, that using that one. And um, let's say you meet up at a restaurant with with some other friends, and everybody else is dressed 
more modest, right? And she is on the next to naked side. Or, you know, you're going to feel uncomfortable. You are going to feel uncomfortable because that's not what you're typically accustomed to, right? Um, you're well within your right to let her know how it makes you feel and what your preference is. It's not, that is not controlling. That's your personal preference. Now, yeah, yeah now it, it, it's up to her. And I'll tell you something. After a while, she's either going to change how she dresses because she's going to realize everyone that you are around doesn't dress that way. So at some point, she is going to say, you know something? Well, I hope if she cares, let me try, you know, doing a little less, putting a little less on exposure, if I'm making sense. Um, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, because nothing is wrong with having your preference. For example, no man talking to me is going to go anywhere with me with no pants below and bottom. It ain't happening. Number one, you can't even step to me dressed like that anyway. <laughs> Sorry, it ain't going to happen. You can't even cross my front door. I don't care. You could be the nicest person. It ain't going to happen. Pull your pants up, then we can have a conversation. That's my preference. And if you, and, and the truth is, if you come home at every pants where you buy, have you all seen those crazy-ass pants on the runway that are literally made not to go over your butt now? But Yeah, this is ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> that is women's pants. So, I'm sorry. I don't care who you could label, put it in the men's section. No man can put on no pants that can come up and all is under your uh, any Yeah, that's how so they make Real it. quick, so look at the PTR. So she wears something, and I say I'm uncomfortable with you wearing something like that in my PTR. I can't see you. I don't see anything. I see you. No, there's nothing wrong with you saying that as long as you have that conversation with her ahead of time. Okay. I see it. Okay, I can't see anything. And you have to, but the, the question is as well, when you when you met the person, how was the person when you first got to know the person? How did they dress? So this no, is no, no, no. Good. Well, no, not you, not you personally, not okay. no, yeah, not you, not you personally. Just in general, you know, mm -hmm. we meet people, and it's obvious certain people just dress uh, and uh, revealing. You know, mm -hmm. they they wear their tight dresses, and then when you see them, whether you see them and you go to a brunch, whether you see them and you go to a party, whether you know, even when they go to work, sometimes it may be a little bit more. Um, cover, but it's it's still something that most people wouldn't wear to work, right? So you have to, if you if you see that you know that, then you, and you know certain things that they wear, um, you're not gonna want the person that you're with, that you're committed to wear. Then you gotta consider. Don't go with somebody because they look cute and they look cute in the dress, and then you you want to try and change up how they change how they dress. That's where that animosity and that rejection comes in. But that person is always used to dressing like that, and you chose to date the person when you met them, and you, every time you saw them, once you're committed, you can't say, "I don't, I don't like this" or "I don't like that," and that happens. But Rosolo, can I ask a question though? Let me ask a mm -hmm. question, Rosolo. What if the the person just was not exposed to anything else? What if the the people she's constantly hanging around with they're all like minded and don't see beyond that? So when he has the conversation, that person will will appreciate what he's saying. Okay, all right, makes sense. If you really don't want to, if you you know, if you're following the crew, because I, I see it all the time. I, go ahead, Donald. Go ahead. But the question is, if you met somebody, you may not have met 
the first time you met them or it's just you may not have seen them as dressing revealing or may not have seen them dressed to go out or stuff like that and then you notice that how do you really bring up that conversation especially earlier up uh, meeting that person how do you go about bringing up that conversation without that person thinking yo i just started talking to this guy and he already want to control the way i dress you know yeah. so it's kind of tricky it it's is not- yeah oh that, that from what i've been listening it's not something that you necessarily bring up you need to watch pattern and remove yourself if it doesn't fit into your lifestyle hmm. that's just what right because but, it's sorry, love- excuse me go ahead kalisha i'm sorry i was clearing my throat i'm sorry what happens sometimes you find, you see, is that the same, with some men, the same thing that initially attracted them became a problem after. Because now the same thing is going to attract other people. If the short dress is what attracted you, why do you want to change it now? Because you need to kill that side so it doesn't attract other people. If it is that you want a woman that is covered up, be attracted to women who are covered up. And if you're going out with somebody and after five dates you see the pattern where they dress a certain way and that is a problem to you, don't try to change people. Leave them alone because I believe that people have to change on their own. Because if I change because you want me to change, I'm going to resent you eventually. Yeah. I'm going to look like, well, in the middle of the argument, I'm like, well, it's because of you. And blah, 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 because of you. People have to go through their phases and they change on their own. So if it doesn't fit into what you want, admit it up front. You don't have a conversation. You just, that's it. It's done. It's not what I want. Mm -mm. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Thank you, everyone. Uh, Next up, um, a real man takes the first initiative. He leads. That's because he wears the pants in the relationship. Of course, the pants are picked out by his woman, but he is still the leader. He steps forward and addresses issues in the relationship boldly. He does not wait for the woman to solve problems. If he is not sure how to address an issue, he seeks help or advice. Some men play it safe and avoid taking the lead because they don't want to be criticized, but not a real man. A real man says, I'll I'll handle it and takes the initiative to solve the issue in his way. I have mixed feelings about that one. I'm sorry. Um, I think if you're in a relationship, a relationship is a partnership, right? We each have our strengths, right, Uh, in different areas. If I know that a particular task or a particular um, situation is not, I don't have the resources to handle that, I'll be okay with my partner if he has the strength to deal with that, right? Likewise, if he thinks I'm better at handling certain things, He's going to allow me to handle it. That's how I look at it. Because you can't, I honestly don't think you can expect a man to try to fix every single thing. And I'm not talking about things around at home now. I'm talking everything in general, right? And then I would rather we figure it out together than you take our business to somebody else. That's me. I probably have it wrong. I don't know. Wearing the pants in the relationship to me does not mean that he has to lead in every single thing. As far as I'm concerned, he's fully aware of what his strengths and weaknesses are. And he is man enough to me 
if he's able to say, hey, babe, I think you need to take the lead on this one. I think you'll handle this one better than me. You know what to say. You know what to do. And vice versa. Am I wrong? I don't know. How do y'all feel about that? A real man takes the first initiative. He leads. Taking the first initiative, it's not always the best thing sometimes, depending on what the situation is. Am I wrong or am I right? I, I personally think that in a, in a relationship, you need to know each other's strengths and weaknesses. And whoever has that more worth all in that area takes the lead. And you have to know your partner and you have to know yourself and be honest with you, with each other. Because some men, um, sometimes we, we get tired of being out front all the time. Sometimes we just want to say, yeah, my baby's got it and you can relax. Right. And when you you need to step in, you're like, hold on, I got it now. Okay, and it doesn't make you feel like you're less of a man, right, Otardo? If you Not allow even her, close. okay. Because that, that makes you make sometimes uh, that's that's that pride, like you know, I know my partner, I know my woman, and I don't have to say one word, and she's got it. That's that pride because we learn off of each other, we grow with each other. And we build each other up. It's um, knowing that you can you can have an off day, and your partner has it has everything under control. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't even think it's about having an off day. There are just some areas that she's stronger than you, or she's really good at. You allow her to do it, you know. And there are times you do what you have to do also, but that comes from. You know, knowing each other, communicating, and building. Because as you build trust and as you work together, over time, these things become automatic. We already know what fall in whose portfolio by default. Right. So at, at a stage, you don't even have to discuss it. You just know where it goes. You know, you would support, but you know, okay, if I want it done the best way based on our resources and our exposure and our you know, various strengths, then she does this, I does that, and so on. Yeah. And there are some stuff we do together. So I think it's a hybrid, and it depends on every relationship. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Ugh. I, because, it, yeah, a, a relationship is supposed to be a partnership. We help each other. We support each other. Where I am weak, you're strong. Where you are weak, I'm strong. And as Otto said, yes, we have to know if we are truly invested and committed, we are going to make sure we know our partner's strengths and know their weaknesses and not be afraid to say, hey, babe, you do this, you know, because you got this. I, I, I'm not so good with this. It's okay. It doesn't make you less of a man or less of a woman in a relationship to be able to step back for a second it really doesn't all right gonna take a quick break um here is leona lewis with bleeding love closed off from love i didn't need the pain once or twice was enough and it was all in vain time starts to pass before you know it you're frozen Something happened for the very first time with you My heart melted to the ground Found something true And everyone's looking round Thinking I'm going crazy 
if you're just tuning in to the Quality Music Zone, QMZRadio.com and JohnnoRadio.com, welcome to Days After Dark. If you're on Clubhouse, I invite you to join the club. Follow the moderators, follow each other, and make meaningful connections. Thank you so much for being here with us. Just a quick PSA, this show is being streamed live on Internet Radio, and the Clubhouse replays are on. Please be reminded that this is a safe space and a no-judgment zone. We're here to engage in adult conversations, share experiences, and learn from each other. We're going to get back to business right after this one from Leona Lewis. Here she is with Leading Love. But they don't know the truth. My heart's crippled by the pain that I keep on closing. You cut me open and I keep bleeding, keep, keep bleeding. Love. I keep bleeding, I keep, keep bleeding. Love. Keep Tonight's conversation is about things a real man does when he is in a relationship. If you want to know if you are a real man or are in a relationship with a real man, watch the actions. A real man behaves so different from the selfish frat boy types you see everywhere that you can't fail to notice the difference. He's a gentleman good for more than just the first few months. Importantly, a real man does things so well when he is in a relationship that you just have to love him and his staff. So far, we've spoken about a real man loves and respects his woman for who she is. A real man commits to the relationship fully. A real man protects his partner physically and emotionally. A real man fulfills his partner mentally and sexually. And a real man takes the first initiative he leads and we have more coming up after that thank you for that one leona lewis Leading in love. So back to the topic at hand. Thank you to everyone just joining us online. QMZRadio.com, JohnOReader.com, and right here on Clubhouse. Thank you for joining myself, Rosolo, Sunette, Marlon. Uh, yeah, we are here to have some good conversation, interesting perspectives, I got to say that. So uh, we're going through a list of things that... Um, a real man does when he is in a relationship. So up next, uh, a real man steps up and makes the tough decisions. He knows real men are decisive. And when he, and he makes the decisions in the relationship, I'm going to pump the brakes on that one, but let me finish reading. He does not leave every other decision to his partner when making decisions. He seeks to understand her views and that of other concerned parties and is flexible enough to factor in those other views in his decisions. He does not seek to control people, but rather to improve their situation. If you are reluctant to make decisions, you are likely self-conscious and afraid of making mistakes. Women dislike 
indecisive, cowardly man. All right, man, I need y'all to step up on this one. He knows real men are decisive and makes the decisions in the relationship. Well, based on what Autada said, I am going to say Autada doesn't agree with this to some degree. Autada, you want to go first on this one? Um, yeah, some, somewhat. In some, in, I could say to a degree, I disagree with it. Um, because if you, if you have something that's going to affect the household, it needs to be a mutual decision because you don't want to make the, the wrong decision and it come back and come back to bite you and you don't want to leave your partner out um because that can hold some severity behind it in my mind so um ultimately if you you mow it over with your partner before you make the decision um you come to light minds and you make the decision i mean but if it's something that's has to be instantaneous i would hope you, your partner would trust you to the degree where you, if you made that decision, you, you're going to be supported because at the moment you made the best decision you could. Right. I like you said that word trust. Do, do we really trust our partners? How many of us can so, say without a doubt that we trust our partners to make the best decisions for us? Can our partners trust us to make the best decisions in a situation, for example, where something needs to be decided on immediately, on the spot? Can our partner trust us to make the right decision? Can we even trust ourselves to make the right decision? But I like that word, trust out auto. Thank you. If you're reluctant to make decisions, men, does that make you self-conscious and afraid of making mistakes? If you are reluctant, could it be that the reason you may be reluctant could be a result of the person you're in a relationship with? You may be in a relationship with no matter someone who, no matter what you do, it's never right. And it's not that you are self-conscious and afraid. It's just that you know the personality that you're dealing with. So you don't want to hear their mouth. You know how they are. You'd rather just um, have them make the decision. Is that a fair conclusion? Fair statement? Fair assumption? Uh, I would That's say fair. That. That's fair. It's fair, Marlon. Yeah, go ahead, Otada. Yeah, I was saying that's fair, but go ahead, Otada. My bad. Yeah, I, I would say that that's that's a two part right there, also because um, your apprehension, the apprehension, could come from a lack of knowledge in that field, um, which you're trying to make the decision about. As um, earlier, when I said you have to know your strengths and weaknesses, and you have to let your partner um, take the lead sometimes if that's not your wheelhouse, mm-hmm. and. But if you continue on that same kind of path and that behavior, your partner does lose trust in you. And that starts up a whole new thing where you're going to feel emasculated in with, with your decision making. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that that's a slippery slope. Yeah, I agree. Anybody else wants to chime in? Go ahead, Donald. 
I mean, as much as that's a tricky one, I think sometimes it's better to be wrong than to be indecisive. This is something I've learned. Like, sometimes you just have to make a decision and go with it. You know, go with the consequences of it. Because if you're not, if you're, like, indecisive, sometimes you come across as weak or you come across as you don't know what you're doing or you don't know what you want. And sometimes you really don't know which way to go, but you have to call it. The earlier you call it, the quicker you could recover. Because if you're wrong, then you could go in the other direction. You could make amends. If you're right, you could move on. But if you just linger, and especially something that has to be done, all you do is you lose time, and you still get to the point where you have to make a decision sometimes. Because there are some situations where the woman wants you to lead on a decision, and you might have your insecurities of, oh, she might react or stuff like that. But at the end of the day, you still have to make it. So I think just make the best possible decision you think at, at the time. If it doesn't work out, you make the necessary correction and you move forward. If it works out, then you continue moving forward. But sometimes it's just have to make a decision. All right. Thank you, Donald. Anybody else wants to chime in on that one? Women like women dislike indecisive, cowardly men. Ladies, anybody wants to take that one? Women dislike indecisive, cowardly men. I wouldn't say all women. I think some women like when a man is cowardly and indecisive because it gives them the upper hand and they like to be in control. And they like to be the boss. Marlon has a little cousin. She, when she was younger, she would say, you're not the boss of me. But she likes to be the boss of him. You have some women who are like that. A strong man. Mm-mm, mm-mm, mm-mm. They don't want you. They want someone that they can control. No, daughters, PTR is a trip. No, 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 no. <laughs> A real man takes responsibility for his actions and decisions. He does not shift blame, especially to his partner, or try to defend his mistakes. He simply acknowledges when he has made a mistake, apologizes for it, learns from it, and works to make it right. Saying, I am sorry, is not a big deal to him. He knows it doesn't make him any less of a man to say it. In fact, saying he's sorry makes him more of a man because it demonstrates he has the confidence, courage, and integrity to admit his faults and seek to correct them. Is it true that men struggle with saying, I am sorry? Men, is that true? You struggle? No. No? Okay, good. Mm -mm. Good. Glad to hear that. Yeah, but... <laughs> Boy, Donald, you sound like you were trying to unmute really quickly. <laughs> oh my gosh! Don't trip! Don't trip, Donald! Don't trip! Don't trip! What do you say, Donald? What do you say? No, there, there are people sometimes, right? There are situ- okay, so for instance, you can make a wrong decision, but you're not sorry for the decision you make. 
the decision might turn out to be the wrong decision. But you do it in good faith, and at the time you think you made the right decision. Or there are things people will sometimes want you to say you're sorry for when you're not sorry. You did what you thought was best. Mm -hmm. It turned out badly. I am not sorry because I made my best possible decision at the time. Should I tell you I'm sorry because the decision happened to be wrong? I'm not talking about a, mis a situation where you make a mistake and you obviously know it's a mistake and yes, you apologize. Mm -hmm. I have no problem apologizing, but I have a problem apologizing if you think I should apologize, if you cannot demonstrate to me, especially how I was wrong yeah. with the intentions or the initial decision. So I wouldn't apologize just because you think I should apologize because then I'm being disingenuous. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So that's, that's what I'm talking about. All right. Apologizing is not a problem, but you should not just apologize because you think the person is expecting an apology. There should be some validity behind your apology. There has to be validity, else it has no grounds. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. All right. Fair enough. Thank you, man. Appreciate you. And here is the last one. And then we're going to, you know, we have in a days coming up with Rosola and Marlon. A real man stands up for the relationship. Sometimes friends, family, and even total strangers ask inappropriate questions or make inappropriate remarks about your relationship, such as saying, you're not a good couple. In such cases, a real man stands up for himself and defends the legitimacy and integrity of his relationship. Even when he is among his pairs, he speaks up and stands his ground in defense of his relationship. This proves he can express himself in the presence of others, mm. protect his woman, and act like a grown man. Let me ask a question. If a hundred people have the same criticism about your relationship or don't think that's the right person for you, do you start to think that maybe they are right or you still stand ten toes down? I think most of us are going to question ourselves. If every time you go somewhere and somebody says, man, that relationship is not for you, they probably see something you can't see. So eventually, I think you're going to start questioning yourself. Like, I wonder. You, you, I think you're going to still be in a relationship where you're going to one foot in and one foot out because if a hundred people keep saying the same thing to you, you're going to start questioning yourself and wondering if this is for me. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, remember how the brain works and the human brain works like that, you know. Uh, if you keep if you keep somebody keeps saying something to you and you put it in your head, eventually you're gonna be like, you know what? Huh? It's a possibility. This is not for me. But I'm gonna stay in it and see what comes up. But and if something happens, you're halfway out the door anyways. Can you rest? <laughs> you already had your foot out the door. One of your foot out the door. Mm -hmm. You know, hoping that you don't want nothing to happen. But I mean, it happens. But yeah, I think if somebody say it. And a hundred times, same thing over and over and over. Yeah, eventually you're gonna put it in the back of your head. I think. Yeah. Anybody else? 
Yeah, I agreed, Marlon. Um, it depends on your circle. Cause you have some close circles. And I know for me, for instance, we and my best friends, we don't talk about each other relationship. Relationship is not an issue that comes up where you speak about the relationship. So if the circle or people, or a couple of people in the circle tell you about something, that means there is something you need to look at. There is some red flag. Mm-hmm. And whether or not it's psychological or not, you would, you would consider what he said. Because it's not something we talk about. We allow you to. You have your relationships. You do, you do. If you want to come to, to the man with a question or for some kind of clarity, we're probably open to discuss it, but we don't want to discuss each other's relationship. So if it's coming up, that's, yo, that's a bad idea. You will definitely consider it. Right, right. As you said, depending on your circle, you're absolutely right. Um, now, we have to be careful, right? Um, if the hundred people warning you, <laughs> let me not be so extreme. Um, you have to know how to sift through the feedback. You have to know how to do that because, you know, we have people. People tend to be negative, more negative before they are positive. You have people who, they're, they're just, I don't know, it seems as though they're designed to just grab a uh, magnifying glass and look for everything negative. That's how some folks are, right? Before they change their stance and become more accepting, right? Some people are bitter. Some people can't keep a man, can't keep a woman, and they're just downright bitter. So you have to be careful who you're taking this feedback from as well, all right? But it is worth looking into if everywhere you go, everybody you come in contact with is saying the same thing. As Marlon said, many times when you are in a situation, you can't see what people on the outside are able to see all right so let's not block it out a hundred percent right not at all coming up we have in a day all those times you stood by me for all the truth that you made me see for all the joy you brought to my life for all the wrong that you made right for every dream you make come true For all the love I found in you I'll be forever thankful, baby You're the one who held me up Never let me fall You're the one who saw
once again, I want to say thank you to everyone listening on the Quality Music Zone, QMZRadio.com and JanoRadio.com. Of course, thank you to everyone here with me on Clubhouse. If you are new to the space, I do invite you to click on the greenhouse and join the club. Follow the moderators, follow each other and make meaningful connections. Thank you so much for being here with us. Just a quick PSA, the show is being streamed live on internet radio and the clubhouse replays are on. Please be reminded that this is a safe space and a no judgment zone. We're here to engage in adult conversations, share experiences and learn from each other. All right, Rosolo, it's your time. It's you and Marlon's time, I should say. In a daze, are you ready? Rosolo, yes, I'm okay. ready. I'm here. I'm okay. here. I'm ready. I'm ready. Marlon, are you ready? Yes, ma'am. All right, take it away. All right, all right. So tonight's letter in in a day's friend's frisky husband makes his desires clear. Okay. My married friend. Make hold on, hold on. Make his what desires? Yes, clear. Okay. All right. All right, get ready. Okay. <laughs> um, my married friend is a swinger. She says her husband's sex drive has declined lately, but it hasn't. Sorry. Sorry. Hennessy down. Put the Hennessy down. He keeps trying to get me to talk, quote unquote, naughty with him, but I always refuse. To me, that would be betraying my friend. He has encouraged her to get a live-in girlfriend for herself. I asked her what she thinks would happen if she did, and he decided to do the same. She doesn't believe he would, but I do. Marlon and Roe, I value our friendship. If I tell her about this late-night habits, his late-night habits, it would hurt her. If I don't and she finds out, it will also hurt her. He always apologizes after each attempt. Apologies mean nothing if he continues to repeat his actions. Lately, I have avoided spending time with her because of his late night requests. What should I do? Signed, turned off in the South. Mm-mm-mm-mm. Okay. Marlon, what say you? Oh, boy. Um, I don't know. <laughs> I think you have to read it again for me to get a clear. Yeah, I'm like, hold on. <laughs> okay. Yeah, one more time. I think, I, th- I think, I think uh, something is. I don't know if I'm hearing what I'm hearing or you're hearing what you're hearing. You're hearing what you're hearing. So here we go. Frisky uh, friend, <clears throat> I got it. Friend's frisky husband makes his desires clear. She says, "My married friend is a swinger." She says, "Her husband's sex drive has declined lately." but it hasn't. He keeps trying to get me to talk naughty with him, but I always refuse. To me, that would be betraying my friend. He has encouraged her to get a live-in girlfriend for herself. 
I asked her what she thinks would happen if she did, and he decided to do the same. She doesn't believe he would, but I do. Marlon and Roe, I value our friendship. If I tell her about his late night habits, it would hurt her. If I don't and she finds out, it will also hurt her. He always apologizes after each attempt, but apologies mean nothing if he continues to repeat his actions. Lately, I've avoided spending time with her because of his late night requests. What should I do? Signed, turned off in the South. Mm. So he's been asking her friend to talk. He's been asking his wife's friend to talk. His wife's friend to talk naughty to him. Mm-hmm. Question though: Has she talked naughty to her to him before? No, she says she refuses to do it. Well, it doesn't say if she's done it before. But, she says she re- she feels it would be a betrayal she, to her friend. I'm just trying to put it together. So I think if if she valued a friendship, she needs to tell her friend. What, what her husband is doing. Um, I think she that if she feels uncomfortable with his request and she you know she she told him to stop or, or she's not comfortable with it, I think she need to tell her friend. Let her friend know what's going on and tell her friend in front of him. May everybody is there together, her husband, whatever, and say it. So he can feel some kind of way as well because sometimes you have to put some man in their place because if she's uncomfortable with the situation and he's keep saying it sometimes you have to make them get embarrassed and put them in this in a in a in a difficult situation for them to realize you mean business you know because some of us just don't know when to stop we don't know when to stop pushing and pushing and pushing so he might get angry and get upset, but you have to put him in a difficult situation in front of everybody for for him to stop. So I think she should tell her friend. That's my piece, but go ahead, Michelle. I'm listening. Um <clears throat> so No I, drunk can talk though. No 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 on a <laughs> on a serious note. He I feel that he is putting that type of conversation to her. Because he has done it in the past with her and she has entertained it. Her conscience is starting to kick in. And that is why now it's bothering her. But she allowed him to get away with it. And that's why he feels comfortable being able to do it. And if she is telling him to stop, let your no be no. Let it be concrete. He always apologizes He's always apologizing because you're not making him know that you're serious, that you don't, you do not appreciate what he's doing because his wife is your friend. But remember too, she probably entertained it because she's probably taking it for a joke in the beginning. She probably think, oh, he's just funny and, and it's just a joke. No such thing. You know? No such thing as your friend's yeah. husband making those kind of jokes with you. I mean, I, I agree. I understand what you're saying, but sometimes some men we just come and say certain things just to see how far they can push you or see how far certain situation right. will go. Um, so I think what her is what she should have done from the beginning is is shut it down. If if he yeah. tried earlier and say some things to her and she didn't stop it he's going to keep going 
So she should have shut him down from early if he had tried earlier. From the first so I, attempt. From the first attempt. The very I, first the attempt. First attempt. But she, I don't think she did. And that's why he keep pushing and say certain things. I and because agree. he think he think he could too. get away with it. And he thinks, oh, you know what? Oh, I'll keep pushing. Cause it seemed like she might give in one day or, you know, something might, might happen with her and her husband and she might just come over and, and, and let it and let it happen. That's how a lot of us, a lot of men thinks. So I think she should say something to her friend. Um, check the but, chat, check the chat real quick, Rosolo. Okay, hold on. Otada says, "How does she know his sex drive hasn't decreased?" Thank you, thank you. That was my question. True that too. True that too. That's my question. Go ahead, Otada. And why? And and go ahead, Otada. Go ahead. Yeah, Michael. Um, one thing that I think we we all skip past is that she knows that this couple is, are swingers. Yeah, yeah. And swingers, when when they they're known to people, that means they have a level of comfortability with this person. And either something has transpired in the past, or they have been working on something transpiring. But the key, the key that I hear in this to me is, how do you know this man's sex drive has not decreased? Because talk and flirting are two different things. I mean, you could every man can talk, exactly, but to put it into action, that's when you really, that's when the rubber meets the road. Mm -hmm. That's when you find out if this sex drive has either decreased or has not. Yeah. So, and the other part in this um, letter is where she says she mentions the uh, another girlfriend or what have you. I don't know how the ladies talk, but if she feels that comfortable knowing that this person is bisexual, that means to me this is just maybe just me thinking that something has happened in the past between those two. And for all that to come into play now, maybe they have done something in the past and now he just wants more of what she has to offer behind the wife's back. Mm -hmm. And that does happen with um, swingers from time to time. Mm -hmm. And and that's okay. when that's when this their relationship kinda end because there's a trust factor that they take on. Like you could do whatever you want to as long as I'm in play, I know about it and we're good. But the minute you do do it behind the person's back, that's when they lose that. Yep. So if they're the trust factor and he's he's stepping out of boundaries trying to do it on his own, which a lot of us in this I, I think a lot of people do it in, in the swingers relationship, they enjoy the other person so much they tend to go do it on their own with the person without their wife or husband involved. So I wonder if if it happens, if it did happen, he probably want to have sex with her. One-on-one. On one. one-on-one, one. that's what it, you know. Okay, all right, go ahead, Dano. Yeah, because that's what I pick up. She's like, first of all, why she didn't put him in his place before now? This is something that is ongoing. Mm -hmm. How could you have been sustaining something that is ongoing with your best friend's husband? Secondly, it seems like there is some guilt that she said, if she don't tell her, she feel guilty. She feel like she betray her friend. But then if she tell her friend 
something else. So it's like she's caught between should I tell her or should I not tell her? The, the mere fact that she's questioning that means that there is something else there. And as our daughter said, how did she know the sex drive didn't decrease? And I don't think it's just where he's just flirting with her and um, when a text uh, dirty in the night or whatever. No, it has to be something more and it is something that was going on. But she get to a point where she's saying, listen, my friend will either find out, so either I tell her or I cut it off. I don't think it's just a case where he just started. And she said it is ongoing. Mm-hmm. Why is it ongoing? Yeah. Uh, check your check the chat, Rosolo. I think Crystal has a comment there for you. Crystal, what did she say? She says she likes the attention. Wow, I like that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that is why I have to agree with Crystal, and that is why she did not stop it when it started. It she started. entertained it, but now yes. it has got to a point where she can't. She, she wants it to stop. It's hard to turn the faucet off because the washer break. The washer need for change in the pipe. Now, I have to agree with what Marlon said. There needs to be a conversation, right? She needs to let him know, listen, I may have entertained you before, but it comes to an end now. I no longer feel comfortable with your proposals. Let him know that you're going to tell your friend. And if he continues, please be um, adamant. Follow through on your promise. Tell the friend. And you're going to have to be ready to put it all on the open. Let the friend know how long it's been going on and the reason why you have not said something to her. But understand, your friend may start to look at you sideways and she may be mad at you and angry at you. And that's her right. Right? Because if you say you're my friend, you should have told me this a long time ago. Right? But let your friend know that it's now at a point where it's making you so uncomfortable that you don't want to be around any of them and just leave it there. Do your part, but I'm done. Go ahead, Rosolo. No, I agree with you. I agree. I have a, one of the other things is that the the use of the word friend. Um, loose. Yeah. I think that's being used very loosely because, um, they're, 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 I don't have any friends where their husband would even think or their significant other would ever think to make an inappropriate comment to me or have um, action towards me. That it's not going to happen. Right. Anyone who knows me knows that's not going to happen. And if you do it, I'm going to make sure that all the world, not not only am I going to handle it, but I'm going to also tell your significant other. That's a friend, period. Yep. And it understand that I understand that there's swingers that have no problem with that. I'm going to the friendship part. If this is your friend and you value their friend, your the friendship, then you should have said something a long time ago because it, obviously it's been happening. Yeah. And why did he feel a comfort level to make these inappropriate comments to you? She entertained so. him. Yeah. She entertained him. And that's the thing with the swinging lifestyle, folks. It can be fun but it can also turn dangerous. Know what you're getting yourself into. It works for some people. It's not for everybody. 
look at all the various explore all the various possibilities the possible scenarios that could come out of a swinging relationship if you're gonna swing my recommendation is that you go to one of those swinging clubs don't find yourself in a situation where it's one dedicated couple or one dedicated person you're swinging with because guaranteed what you say about that? Don't swing. don't swing don't swing at your friend don't that, swing with your friends don't swing with your friends swing, don't swing it no friends yep problem not a playground it's not a playground um i was gonna say something oh and then he said he wanted to he's gonna he offered to get her a living girlfriend <laughs> and then we're all under the impression that he wouldn't do anything with this person this female this other female in the he's home he's bored with why his wife for a solo why didn't why didn't he get a living boyfriend for her if he's gonna offer he's bored you realize he's bored with his wife right of course he's, so he's a swinger so you said he should get a boyfriend for her too right no i'm saying why didn't he offer a boyfriend he offered a girlfriend that's which and, and then and then and the wife is under the impression that nothing would happen between him and this other you're swingers that's exactly what would happen mm -hmm. so now he that's wants the nature to of your yeah. relationship now he wants to remove the wife and get a whole new girl plus the wife's friend yeah you live in law and then you want to say a sex drive is not please he's fooling people um that right nothing's wrong with point. his sex drive yeah nothing's wrong with his exact literally you're writing prescriptions marlon sounds like you're writing prescriptions uh, yeah oh if anybody knew, i got you i i i got i got don't I got say that because you know your ass don't the next thing nobody come bum 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 as long as you stay away from the opioid prescription man and you'll see go ahead crystal go right ahead I I used to work in the pharmacy when um, Viagra first came out, and the men were happy. They didn't care how they got it, right? As long as they got their little Viagra, and they would brag about it. They would be very loud and boisterous in the in the pharmacy about, "Yeah, I'm here to pick up my Viagra." <laughs> Are you serious? I am serious. Serious. They were very proud. Yes, I just came back from Hawaii to pick up my Viagra. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. But yes. Oh my so, gosh. I don't think I don't think even if his sex drive was down, that he just talking. I don't think he has a problem going to get his Viagra, Cialis, and, and the whatever, Rhino, and all that other stuff they got going on out there. Oh, boy. Wow. But after a while, don't those things have some serious side effects? Uh-uh. Do, what do they care? They just want <laughs> And think about the age of... Oh, let me stop. I'm just going to say Stop, stop, for solo. Stop, 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 stop. Okay. <laughs> all right so the general consensus then rosola i guess is that you need to tell her she needs to come clean with her friend tell the man that you're gonna tell the friend and tell the friend is that it is that what we're gonna tell absolutely her? absolutely yes, we waited long yes, enough yes. yes okay so speak up 
Speak louder. Can't hear you. Speak up. <laughs> be a friend. Be a friend. Be a real friend. Literally. Yeah. Be a real friend. And do you say your friend. Yeah. And she needs not be alarmed or upset if the friend distances herself from her for not having told her sooner. All right. She can't. Yeah. Unless the friend knows. Might. Unless the friend knows. And she might lose a friend too. She might exactly. Lose a friend. Exactly. Didn't talk, so. Yeah. As she should. As she should. I think she should lose a friend if they're. I mean, swinger or no swinger, friendship is totally different from that, and you should respect the friendship. Exactly. Exactly. And there's no respect in this particular situation. He has no respect for his wife or the friend, and she has no respect for the the, the wife. So there you have it. All right. Thank you, Rosola and Marlon. That was In A Daze. I'm gonna get Tonight's conversation was about things a real man does when he is in a relationship. Men, ooh, and my screen just said, good night. <laughs> I have a totally wide screen in front of me. Birth me one second, folks. Let me go ahead and pull up another. You got it? Yeah, 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 yeah. I got it. I'm So desktop blanked out. So let me hop on over to my laptop. You see, you got to keep these things on... Um, you have these things on multiple. <laughs> well, it's all like you give the desktop, so don't write anything. You know, Can't hear you, Marlon. Yeah, Marlon, you hating. All right, I didn't so, hear what he said. Well, it sounds as though I gave the desktop some Hennessy. No, I didn't. Mm. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right, so to wrap up tonight's conversation, we have to understand this. Men are wired differently than women. They have a natural tendency of being the provider in the family. And in order to accomplish that, they sometimes fall short of being the kind of man all women desire. Who is the real man? It is subjective to the individual's taste and experience. Despite that fact, they, they are, there are sorry, few qualities of that that go separate. Hold on, let me read that again. You know what the Hennessy really tripping? Despite that fact, they are few qualities of that go separate. No, somebody arrived with that sentence. I think I, I'm I'm really starting to see doubles. Anyway, uh there are few qualities that separate a real man from the rest of the crowd. I got it. See the Hennessy. Yeah. <laughs> a real man is one who has been through different experiences in life and does not let those experiences limit or define him. He has lessons from the past only to humble him rather than dwell on insecurities or in fear of those experiences. He looks at life not wanting to define it, judge it, or put it in a box. But he's a man who sees through it all and still finds and appreciates the good in life anyway. It's hard to tag a man as a real man. But some of the qualities that we spoke about earlier will surely help you to zero in on the man you might want in your life, ladies. All right. Gotta say thank you to everyone for coming to Days After Dark on Clubhouse. It was certainly a pleasure. Of course, I have to give a big thank you to my co-hosts for tonight. I had Rosolo and Marlon rock out with me. 
tonight's episode of Days After Dark was streamed live on the Quality Music Zone, QMZRadio.com. For quality music while you work or play, keep it logged on to www.QMZRadio.com for that good music to get you through your day. Days After Dark was also streamed live on JanoRadio.com. Download the Jano Radio app today, J-A-H-K-N-O. It is available in your Apple and Google Play stores Jano Radio. Take us on the go. Coming up tomorrow morning, 9 a.m. Eastern, it's Coffee in Toe. World news on the go on the Quality Music Zone, QMZRadio.com and JanoRadio.com. 7 p.m., set your alarms. The Rose Solo Show goes live on JanoRadio.com, QMZRadio.com, and ViscosityBlend.com. want to give a big thank you once again to everyone. And a huge thank you to everyone that logged on from all over the world onto QMZ Radio and Jano Radio. This was a Moments With Me media production. To my online listeners, have yourselves a wonderful night. If it's morning or afternoon, enjoy your day. Please be safe out there. Empty hands Oh baby please